0: Henry David Thoreau once wrote, I cannot make my days longer, so I strive to make them better.
1: Cloud. Wow. Okay, Lucy, back in action. How are you? I know. I'm good. I'm good. Alexis, how are you? I'm pretty well you know it's uh uh a new a new year it's a new year Isn't how
0: exciting it? are you feeling are you feeling this shift a, a change in the time yes
1: I I kind of feel I feel I'm feeling
0: good all around yeah honestly me too, me too. did have you checked your
1: co-star lately is it or <laughs> your pattern is it is it showing up anywhere honestly I need to um but I haven't I, I have to say I need to have you what's our what's our pattern is it is it is it in line um I
0: <laughs> I have only looked at I haven't checked you know your pattern or, or anything at all but
1: um uh I feel compatibility are like compatibility. it's kind of know, it's kind know, of necessary with- I feel like during this time You're right. Maybe we'll have to get back to everyone on that one. I know. (laughs) I'm feeling good about it though. So that's that's all that that's that's the good part. But um, you know, we got some we've got some important things to talk about
0: today. We do, we do. You know, I think um, this was a huge thing that was talked a lot about at, the, about at the debate, and so I'm happy to, you know, delve more into our, you know, wellness kind of points, um, and so first off, should we just do a, a quick rundown of our platform one, one more time? So, uh, we- yes,
1: I think that's, I think that's a good plan. So, as many of you may know, our platform um, centers around four ideas, um, you know, Prior, breaking barriers, prioritizing inclusion, protecting Trojans, and of course, thinking ahead—that's um, the key to getting it right, isn't it, Lucy?
0: Absolutely. Um, and so today, we're going to focus on protecting Trojans and talk about, you know, um, not just not just physical health, but mental health as well. Um, but I feel like we should start with the issue that is most pressing of the times: COVID nineteen. Alexis so many students are frustrated by how the university handled this and like just how communication has been. What are we going to do to fix it? What are we going to fix? What we, well, this is, a,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you brought this up because I do think that as, as you would expect, this is very much one of the common thing themes that, that is, has been coming up when we meet with student organizations. Um, but I would say I want on the first day in office, we want to start uh, a a recruitment process for electing an executive aide to lead a COVID-19 task force and I think that's going to be huge because um the 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 student voice has clearly I think been missing from a lot of the decisions that that have come out and um it's going to be necessary in just making sure that we're coming back safely but also that we're doing so in the most meaningful way that we can so that's what I that's what I would say about that is there anything you wanted to add on that Lucy?
0: Um, no, I think I think you said it. I, I feel like this aid um, and task force is really, you know, hopefully going to be able to accomplish a lot. Whether that be weekly COVID updates, um, connecting with community members. You know, we just talked today in DEI council about, about funding PPE kits. And I think this is definitely something that the task force could work on, um, and just really ensuring we're we're staying connected with students and they they are up to date on, on how and when they can get the vaccine and all that fun well <laughs> fun
1: stuff. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. yeah, no, but I think that you're right with these COVID updates, you know, we've been to to a couple of those now. And I think it's, it's, it's really important because I mean, not only for students, but also for the surrounding community. And I think we're really going to have to um, make that information easily available. And uh, it's going to be a huge, a huge, um, a huge part of, of making sure that, you know, we're, we're, we're taking care of this. Situation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I think, you know, it goes beyond just this task force, though, and this is something that, you know, I think is one of my favorite points on our platform, which is the, the student advisory board for the Ingeman Health Center. Absolutely. Really, it's evident, and, you know, we just hear students talking about just, this whole situation, which is that students' voices have been totally forgotten about through the university's policymaking, how they're communicating and all of that. And so I think it's just a a testament to how essential it is to have students' voices at the center of Ingeman and really make sure that Ingeman and all of our health centers are centered centered on our students' experiences.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right about that. I think uh, something that that often not said enough is that i think one of the most personal interactions that students will have with this university is um is surrounding their health and how how um we're caring for them and so uh i think it's absolutely necessary that we have the student advisory board that we're having that perspective there and making sure that students feel represented in all those decisions because unfortunately i think we've seen and we've heard from students throughout this process just in a lot of ways honestly how uh unsafe sometimes, I think in a lot of ways, understandably, when you're looking at the history of, yes. uh, of USC, but in many ways, um, just bedside manner, all of it, all of it. I think Absolutely. we need to take another look.
0: Yeah. And this is, so this advisory board was essentially, you know, half promised through the Tyndall settlement, um, but has not been followed through. And that's where, you know, we really want to follow through on the university's promises and push them to ensure that something like that never happens again and also that we really make um like you mentioned ingman safe for queer students that do not currently feel safe in there um, but that's just a start you know i think um it will hopefully build off and we can really ensure that our house centers become trauma informed care providers and so do you want to talk a little bit more more about that
1: yeah definitely this is this is a big one i know that there're students that are working on this right now uh kind of trying to evaluate methods of getting there but I think that with this trauma informed care provider what it means is making sure that USC is equipped to handle um situations where students do experience trauma and I think it goes beyond that in hiring a staff of sexual assault nurses to um you know administer rape kits um because in a lot of these situations it's like in order to fully file a report sometimes you'll have to be driving 45 minutes across town and that's just that's not okay we can't um
0: No, you can't say that your campus is safe when you don't have access to, to easily accessible access to reporting. And this is a huge step to doing that. We need to have, um, we need to have that staff. And so I think that will be huge. Um, but we have more on this. Um, but I feel like something that I know you worked on this year that I, I, maybe you can talk a little bit more about taco. I love this. A little
1: bit. Yeah, no, I would love to. I think I've I've met with TACO uh, this year to discuss this, this plan. I think it's absolutely important. And um, so for those who don't know, USC TACO, which stands for Trojan Awareness Combating Overdose, they are a group on campus that really works to try to educate students on the effects of drugs. And it's kind of taking a more proactive approach rather than saying, you know, don't do drugs. It's more, if you're going to do, tr- do drugs, um, how can we do so safely and make sure that you are... Fully educated if, if you are going to partake. And so, um, one of the big initiatives that USC taco wants to see is um, to make drug tests available to students, which I know many might see is very progressive, <laughs> um, but yeah.
0: No, yeah, I think it's essential. Um, You could say it's progressive, but I I feel like it just follows the same, the same mindset with with sex ed, you know, you have sex ed, you have birth control, you have condoms, it's preventative. Um, And so I think the same thing needs to happen here. And we, the university should be um, following sort of the same approach.
1: Absolutely. And so with these, it's, they're very, they're very inexpensive, you know, uh, it's easy to test. Substances. It'll tell you if, if there's fentanyl present and all that. But you know, I think it's great. We've seen different initiatives come out from the university. Like free um, naloxone for uh, if you do come in contact with a student who's overdosed. You can hopefully administer this, and um, and th- and that's great. But we don't want to get to that point. We want to make sure that our students um, are as safe as possible. And I think we owe it. Uh, yeah, we 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 owe it to our students. Just given the, everything that's happened in the past year, it's more important. Um, that we start treating this like the life threat. It's a big threat.
0: It is a life threatening issue. And it's something that the university can easily financially do. And so why not do it? Um, And just so students are aware these drug test strips will hopefully be in um, our wellness vending machines. And so hopefully we can push those out and, and expand upon that as well and make it as easily accessible to students as possible.
1: That's the goal, Lucy. That's the goal um but yeah you know I, I know we've we've covered a lot today there's so much more if we could if we could catch we could. your attention for hours on end we'd love to keep chatting about it but I know uh, we're getting into a busy time people have places to be people to see and so if you do have some extra time make sure you check out our website areaswarren.com Instagram Lucy give them the handle
0: Araya at Warren. Uh, Check out our new videos out there um, and listen to the rest of our podcasts. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at
1: ArayaSwarren at gmail.com. You can
0: also shoot us a text at 300 410 5516. You got
1: that unlocked. That was good. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening along. Hopefully, we'll catch you all in the next one. And have have a good night. Bye. Have a good night. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>